It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome back to Stumps. Jordan Canellis and Bryce McGain with you. We are in the very middle now of the BBL09 finals series. And we already know which uh, one team will be in the final come next weekend. It is the Sydney Sixers after they, I think Bryce, fair to say, humiliated the Melbourne Stars uh, on the weekend in what is the Melbourne Stars' lowest ever score at the MCG. It's uh, starting to haunt the Melbourne Stars again, their, their, their shaky finals run. But we'll forget about that for a second because the Sydney Sixers were the team who got the win Yesterday by 43 runs, and Jordan Silk was a part of that, part of the Sydney Sixers middle order, and he joins us here on Stumps. Jordan, congratulations. Welcome to the show. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. What, uh, what was the key yesterday to, uh, to unlocking the Melbourne Stars, who have been pretty difficult to unlock for most of the season right up until the end, but how did you do it on the MCG yesterday? Oh, look, I think, um, firstly, I just have to pay enormous credit to the way we bowled last night, and and also credit to, to how the Stars bowled. I thought they were, you know, both teams on the night, I think bowling was certainly the winner um, on what proved to be, I thought, a, a pretty good surface, you know, for batting even. So, um, yeah, I, I think that was obviously, we just probably did it a little bit better than what they did. So um, that's probably the, the nuts of it, really. So, um, yeah, couldn't be happy with, with how the result ended up. Jordan, congratulations. Bryce McGain here. Um uh, one of the challenges, I suppose, you mentioned the bowling there. Adam Zampa was a, a key player coming back from Australian duties, three for 21. And you had to come across him, the, the, the Sixers batting lineup. But you ended up with a score of 140. What was the feeling? You were batting at the time. You got a, a handy 25 off 21 balls to finish off the innings. But as you walked off, you had a bit of a concerned look on your own head as uh, as you went to the sheds. Um, w- was everyone just a bit worried whether it, w- it was enough runs? Yeah, I, certainly. I think um, obviously our innings sort of you know it started quite well and it just sort of fell away through the middle and it was probably just a bit of personal frustration too and not being able to find the middle of the bat um, on what I thought was actually a pretty good wicket. So I guess it was concerned just. Um, you know, you'd, you'd love to post totals up around that 150, 160 plus mark and sort of being below that, um, knew that we were sort of going to be on the back foot with the ball straight up. But um turns out that, you know, it, you know 140 was, was more than enough in the end, um, just thanks to, you know, a huge bowling performance. So, But yeah, there was certainly concern. I, I was just frustrated. I couldn't find the middle of that, to be honest, and couldn't get a boundary away in those last couple of overs, which would have sort of got us up around that 150. But yeah, like I said, um, thankfully... Um, it didn't matter too much in the end. Well, when when you talk about bowling lineups, they probably don't get much stronger than what you've got at the Sixers. You've got Josh Hazelwood rolling back in nicely. Nathan Lyon, Ben Dorshus, Abbott, O'Keefe. There's some real firepower. You've got Curran as well. Um, yeah. You know, it's been an incredible part of the the way you've been consistently performing, um, particularly in the latter half of the, the Big Bash series. Yeah, 100%. I think... Um 
know, obviously losing Tommy Cummins is a bit of a loss for us. Um, yep. He obviously provides a fair bit with that as well. Um, but to sort of bring someone in like Sean Abbott, the timing's just been spot on, really, with his injury. So to get him back last night, and, you know, great to sort of see him fire in, fire in with a couple of wickets towards the end as well. So that'll do his confidence. Um, the world of good. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's awesome, you know, being in the field and, you know, fielding to these types of bowlers. We've just got so much sort of experience, I guess, in maybe not as much in T20 cricket, but, you know, just in terms of, you know, high-level high cricket. You know, these guys have been performers for, for years. So, you know, to jump in on the back of people like Hazelwood and uh, Lyon and O'Keefe, guys who have been doing it for a long time now, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, and it was really highlighted, I guess, last night um, with that bowling performance. Well, Sock was really key to it because he's bowling some tough overs early on in the innings and then also um, throughout the middle. But uh, it's his... Oh, I, the, the way I look at it, it's just his experience, his knowledge, his yeah. wily um, craftiness. Um, yeah. he, he must be amazing. Well, he must be hard to hit around in the nets and, and get your eye in against him. But uh, he, he's a real key to that, that bowling lineup. Yeah, he's been enormous for us the last you know, few games now. He, was obviously, he obviously missed a fair chunk of the season due to a little calf niggle that he's had going on. But, yeah, since he's come back... Um, you know, he's been terrific, sort of consistently going for that, you know, 20 to 24 runs off his four overs and, like, following the tough the tough ones as well. And I'm not sure. It, it looked incredibly slow last night. I think he took even more air, air out of the ball. <laughs> um, you know, and, but that was just summing up the conditions. I think he's just so good at that. He's obviously got so much experience now. And, um, yeah, I thought his performance last night and then obviously getting the key wicket of, of Maxwell there just to sort of really put them to bed was, um, yeah, it was huge. So... Yeah, he's been he's been a terrific performer for us for yeah, a lot of years now. Jordan, what were the conditions like at, at the MCG yesterday? It was a, a warm day uh, in Melbourne. Did you was it a different battle? Because if you compare the the scores to when you last played the Stars, um, it was you guys made the pretty much exact same score about one forty mid one forties, uh, yeah. and again you won that via Duckworth Lewis method in the uh, in the rain. Um, but you put a similar score up and you um, and you defended it. Um, but different conditions at a bigger ground, the MCG. What was how much did you take from your previous meeting and, and what changed when you had to go to a warm G? Yeah, it was obviously very hot um, even the day before when we trained. So uh, the conditions were slightly odd last night. It got really windy actually during you know the first half of our batting innings, and then I think by the time I walked off at the end of the innings, it was dead still. So conditions had sort of changed a little bit. Um, during the course of the night, but yeah, like you said, that it was a you know, completely different fixture, I guess, to the one that we played at the SCG, where it was I think fourteen over the side and both teams going at about ten and over. So um, yeah, last night was a bit more of a scrap, and I thought the bowlers were, you know, from both sides were terrific in how they assessed the conditions. There was a lot of you know off pace into the wicket um, and just making the batters try and hit square as much as possible, obviously playing the dimension as well there, the, the two big square sides. So um, I thought both teams were, were excellent at that. And we're, luckily enough, I think the difference really was just the, the three early wickets in that power play. Um, uh, we actually had a steady power play. I think we were probably about 45, but we hadn't lost a wicket. So we had a really good base, whereas the um, you know, obviously the key for us to winning that game last night was going to be how, how well we bowled in that power play. And, um, to have them three for 35, I think, at the end of that was... Was probably where the game was won. 
Jordan, you sound like Greg Shippard here, summing up the game at the end of the day and on the whiteboard. You, you've summarised it beautifully. Um, what's it like working with the uh, Australian cricket Yoda? What's it like to have him as a coach? Yeah, oh, he's fantastic. Um, you know, obviously, I've, you would have obviously dealt a lot with him over the years, Bryce. And, um, you bet. Uh, yeah, being um, sort of being involved with, with him over sort of an eight-week period every year, is, um, it's really nice, actually. It's a, it's a good sort of freshen up for me, obviously, um, played in state cricket down in Tassie so to, to come away and work with um, with Shippy and um, I, I love the language you know it's just the way he sort of talks and um, you know it's different every day with Ship. like there's there's new messages and um, all these things on the board and it's, it's fantastic to be a part of um, really engaging sort of conversations that we have throughout the throughout the tournament and, um, yeah he, obviously his experience is you know huge for, for our group and um, yeah, obviously him and him and Moses, uh, they work you know, incredibly well together. So it's yeah, it's a, it's a really great environment that he's been able to create up here for you know, a number of years now. And yeah, I've, I've really got to enjoy playing under him. Well, how, how does he communicate, Jordan? And maybe Bryce can elaborate <laughs> on this as well. Does he? Is it is it cryptic? Is it sometimes hard to yeah. follow, or is he? Is it is it in codes? You have to decipher things. Yeah, a little bit cryptic. Uh, I remember we had one meeting actually before our last start at the MCG where. He was doing a crossword, and you had to guess the clues, and then the clues were related to certain players. So it was just a way of mixing it up. Um, but he's a, he's a teacher by trade, so there's a lot of um, yeah, a lot of whiteboard messages. But it all sort of you know relates back to some really simple key messages of T20 cricket, and you know that's staying fresh, being focused, having fun. He has a lot of F words, superly writes up on the board. So uh, being forensic as well about the opposition. Um, so. Uh, yeah, he's he's just been terrific, I think, to work with, and you know, his composure this year has um, certainly been noticed. And you know, to, to take us to sort of back-to-back final series, um, you know, hopefully going going on to win one would be um, would be huge, and you know, I'd be I'd be absolutely wrapped for him as well. Does that sound familiar, Bryce? It does indeed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forensic about the opposition. I'm interested in that part because it looked like you just picked apart the stars. Yeah. Um, and, and you bowled exactly where they don't want the ball bowled to them. So, yep. for instance, you know, I touched on Steve O'Keefe and his experience, but he was bowling slow and wide. So all yeah. they can really do is try and hit over the offside or hit through the offside where, where you had good protection on good angles. Uh, w- yeah. That would have been clearly a tactic as well as that, that forensic analysis of the opposition. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, and sort of Moses being in on those sort of meetings with bowlers and um, obviously plenty of experience going around within the bowling group, but then you've got Andre Adams who sits in on those yep. as our bowling coach. And there's, um, there's plenty of information that goes around and you know, we've, you obviously get a good chance to look at teams as well throughout the tournament and you know, with the 14-game season and you play every team twice. So we'd, you know, we'd obviously had you know, two earlier games against the staff to sort of come up with what we thought was, was going to work well on, on the, in those conditions. Um, and we and yeah, well, we just did it. We just did it perfectly last night. We you know we executed brilliantly. I thought the quicks, and the way they bowled, even just into the wicket and off pace, and it was just um, yeah, it was really good to watch. Yeah, it certainly was. Uh, how does it go for now? You've, you the the finals coming up. You've got a bit of time to put your feet yep. up. Do you watch all the other games, gather information as players, or do you leave that to the experts and just chill out and have some time to yourselves? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's very individual that one. I think. Um, you know, I'll certainly, I'll certainly be watching uh, with a lot of interest, and uh, yeah, try and pick up on a few things. You know, keep being forensic, like Shippy said. So I'll be, um, yeah, I'll be probably glued to the telly tonight. I dare say, watching that that game at the Adelaide Oval, and then I guess again on on Thursday. But um, 
yeah, again, it's gonna it's just gonna be a a new battle, I guess, come Saturday for us, and um, you know, whoever we sort of come up against, uh, you know, we'll be well prepared for. So, yeah, exciting, a really exciting week ahead, and um, you know, I just can't, yeah, almost can't believe we're playing a, a home final this season. It's um, yeah, it's gonna be something pretty special. Jordan, out of the the three teams that remain, is there one that you would yeah. that you would like to face? Uh, more than more yeah. than another, is there a team that you'd like to try and pick apart in a, in a final? Oh, it's the Thunder, isn't it? I think <laughs> it'd be a derby, it'd be a derby final. I think that's uh, that's what I'll be hoping for. Um, and a packed out SCG, so they're they're, uh, they're one team I think uh, we'd like to come up against. Um, you know, you know, I guess all the teams at this end of the competition are, are high quality, so um, it's hard to sort of put a a team that you want to play. Um, I think Adelaide are an incredibly strong side. Um, I expect the Melbourne Stars to bounce back next Thursday as, um, against whoever they come up against as well. So, oh, it's it's tough, but you know, something there'd be something pretty special about playing a, a derby mm. final. I think you're right. Um, it, it, the the Melbourne teams did it last year, and it was, it was certainly a final to remember. It was an absolute cracker, <laughs> and uh, it, it probably showed the vulnerability of the Stars last year. And you were able to expose that a bit last last night as well. Um, one final thing before we do let you go, in terms of your form and getting some continuity, you haven't had a bat. You've only batted a couple of times in the last six games because the top order is doing the job and your role in the middle order isn't um, exposed too often. How do you prepare yourself around that without that steady um, out-in-the-middle um, batting performances? Yeah, it's, it can be a challenge, certainly. Um, I guess... Uh, my focus has maybe changed a little bit in the net since I've sort of dropped from five down to six. Um, with Smith coming back, that I'm actually putting a really high emphasis on sort of my first ten or twenty balls in the net. Yep. Um, so that's uh, that's sort of how my training's changed a little bit, and just trying to be you know super aggressive, I guess, in the nets. And um, but then I guess there's still chances where I where I could come in earlier and and uh, you know have to sort of play the situation sort of a little bit like last night. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's certainly changed a little bit through through the course of the competition, and yeah, have have probably struggled for continuity in the middle, like you said. But um, I still feel comfortable with how I'm going, um, and comfortable that I can certainly do a job for the team batting at six. And um, you know, I think we've we've spoken about it. You know, we've obviously batted very well over the last six games, and but there's you know there's probably always going to be a, a time where you know someone else might have to stand up, and you know. Although I wouldn't love it to be me, and you know, we're batting brilliantly, then um, you know, if, that, if that sort of chance comes, and you know, I want to stand up and and take it. So, um, but yeah, feeling feeling comfortable enough with with how I'm going for sure. Jordan, it's uh, been a pleasure talking to you. It's uh, it was a great win from from your boys last night, the Sydney Sixers. It's probably the biggest uh, break you'll have in this Big Bash season with a week now until the final. But good luck with uh, with it, and whoever you do face, I hope all the best for you. Uh, cheers. Thanks very much, guys. Appreciate it. Go well, Jordan. Yeah, thank you. Jordan Silk from the Sydney Sixers here on Stumps. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.